Hello, and thank you for turning in to the Keystone Schools podcast, Keystone Unplugged. This podcast will have multiple Keystone staff members hosting each episode and provide you, our Keystone student and families, with valuable information on resources to help you with your educational journey. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. This week's topic on Keystone Unplugged covers college planning with our school counselors, Amy Holmes, Morgan Dakota, and Mallory Rapp. Hi, everybody. I'm excited to be here. Over the next few minutes, we're going to discuss how to begin with the end in mind, which can help you to learn what steps you need to take throughout your high school years to be on track with your post-high school plans. We'll take a close look at your senior year and more. Thank you all for joining me today. I know that when I talk with students from a student success advisor viewpoint, they're often unsure about where to begin with the college search process and when they should even start that process at all. Uh, There are so many things to get done to go to college or reach your future plans. It's hard to know when is the right time to complete it all. So I'm excited to discuss all of that with you here today. So Mrs. Holmes. What is begin with the end in mind, and what does that mean for our Keystone students? So as you might have guessed, if you focus on the college admissions process in middle school or early high school, it's typically not the best use of your time. Instead, you should take this time to figure out what you want to do so when the time comes to apply to colleges, you are ready. So what we mean when we say begin with the end in mind, we mean focus on your goal. So. More often than not, you probably don't have a goal yet at this point, so you really have to take a lot of time to self-explore and put some thought into it. So it's okay and completely normal if you don't have a goal. It's also okay if your goal changes throughout high school. This is the time to figure it out. But if you start now in the beginning, you're giving yourself enough time so that when you need to focus on the admission process, you are ready. So the first thing you want to do is explore your interests. This means explore them both academically and socially and determine what your strengths are. Some questions you can ask yourself during this time are, what do you do best? What courses do you enjoy? What do you look forward to? What do you like to do in your free time outside of school? You can also get a little more detailed. For example, do you like to be around a lot of people or do you prefer to be alone? This is a great time to try out different things and to figure out what activities you enjoy. So after you've had a chance to think about what you enjoy, you can explore how these interests could lead you to your future path. You can consider specific careers you would like to learn more about. Think about what jobs could grow out of any of the classes or activities you enjoy. One example is if you look forward to science class and you love to be around animals, you could explore being a veterinarian. If you like to tinker with cars and fix them after school, maybe a mechanic would be a good career for you. If you love English class and writing, obviously you could be an author or a novelist. 
It's just important to keep in mind what you don't enjoy. So if you love being around people and you hate being alone, you probably don't want to write novels for a living. But you could use your writing skills and your love for writing for journalism. This is where you can interview and interact with people. That would probably suit you better than sitting alone writing novels. So at this point, it's not necessary to have a specific goal if you're not sure. Perhaps you love studying people and how they think and behave. Chances are psychology would be a good major for you in college. You don't need to narrow it down to a specific career yet if you're not sure. So after you've narrowed it down to one or a few categories, you should take some time to learn as much as you can about this choice. Talk to your friends and family about what they do. Ask them what they like, but also ask them what they don't like. You can join or explore hobbies, clubs, and do volunteer work that match your interests. If you commit to one or two activities at the beginning of high school, you'll find it much easier to focus when the time comes to apply to college. Last but not least, find out if you will need to attend college in order to pursue this career. Some careers um, require a college degree, but some require less or even more. For example, the veterinarian we talked about, you will need a graduate degree. So this is four years of college plus four more years at vet school. If you were to become a mechanic, you most likely will need an associate's degree, which is typically a two-year college. To be a writer or journalist, you probably would need a bachelor's degree from a four-year college or a liberal arts college. So basically, if you plan ahead with the end in mind in the beginning, you will be ready for the next steps. Well, wow, that's some fantastic advice, Mrs. Holmes. Finding a career that you love is so, so important. And it's great to hear how you can start working towards that goal while you're at Keystone. Um, so Mrs. Dakota, with that in mind, when would students actually begin looking at college options and things like that? How do they go about getting started? So ideally, we'd like to meet with our high school students when they're in ninth grade. This is a time to create a four-year plan for high school course selection. We can also direct students to our Choices 360 program, and they can begin exploring potential career options. Students should also look for extracurricular activities to join at Keystone and in the local community that match their interests. Students also want to focus at this time on getting good grades. It's not too early as well to talk with a parent or guardian regarding the cost of post high school education and how that's going to be paid for. In 10th grade, we advise our students to start looking into either the PSAT or the plan. These are the pretests for the SAT and ACT, which are both U.S. college entrance exams. Keystone students can contact local high schools in their geographic area while they're still in ninth grade to see which schools are giving these tests and then ask permission to test at a local high school with that school's students. Unfortunately, you can't register online for either of these tests. They, uh, you register in person um, by communicating with a local high school and you test in person. So this is advice that we're giving today is applicable for all students who are planning to seek post high school training or education. Not every student needs to attend a four-year college after high school, but the vast majority of high school students do need more specialized education and training in order to get into a career that they're interested in. In 11th grade, we also like to meet with our students at the beginning of the school year. Again, we can work on course selection and maybe narrowing some things down for junior and senior year. We also want to start discussing potential colleges and college majors. 
Students can continue to use Choices 360 for career exploration. Um, as students gain more skills and different interests, career options can change. So it's a good idea to always keep that in mind. Students should also be starting to attend in-person or virtual college fairs and make campus visits if that's practical. Students will want to continue to participate in extracurricular activities and make sure that keep an eye on grades. We advise our students to plan to take either the SAT or the ACT in the spring of their junior year. We do have test prep materials for both tests available in Choices 360. Students can also begin at this time to reach out to teachers as well as our school counselors, the three of us, for letters of recommendation. Uh, we advise students to have ideally two to three letters from teachers and one from a Keystone school counselor. In the spring and summer, students should really plan on making those campus visits and start to formulate a list of colleges to apply to. College applications typically open up on or about August 1st. So we want you to go into that 12th grade or senior year having a good idea of a, a list of colleges. Um, and in 12th grade, you can continue to make college visits, especially in the fall of the year, if that's practical. You're gonna begin the application process. If you need to take the ACT or SAT one last time, you can do that in the fall. Um, there are a lot of specific items that need to be completed throughout the senior year of high school. And I believe Mrs. Raup is going to address that shortly. Yes, she is. And I think it's important to talk about that this process needs to start before your senior year. A lot of students think, oh, I'm a senior. Now I got to get the college process started. But it's important to, to begin before then uh, to make sure you're on top of things. There's a lot to do um, depending on what your post high school plans are. So Mrs. Rapp, can you tell us a little bit more in detail what a student's all important senior year should look like? Yes, yeah, so as you said, the senior year, it's super important for any student who is planning to attend college because um, this is the time of year when you're going to actually begin that college application process. So be prepared for um, a busy beginning of your senior year um, as you're getting ready to submit your applications. At the beginning of your senior year, students, you want to make sure that you have completed um, at least 15 credits and that you're enrolled in your senior courses by the time that you submit your college applications. And also at this time, you should have a finalized list of schools that you plan to apply to. It's important to remember that each college you apply to, um, they will set their own requirements for application submissions. So research each, each of those schools on your list. That way you have an understanding of their application requirements and deadlines for those applications as well. As Mrs. Dakota touched on a little bit, um, the SAT or the ACT scores, they may be required for some of your college applications. So if you're a senior and you have not yet taken either of these exams and your college requires those scores, or maybe you just want to um, improve your scores, you want to make sure that you register for either an October, um, a November, or if you have time, even a December test to get those scores. Recommendation letters, they may also be part of your college application as well. Um, be sure that you're requesting these letters either from one of us or your teachers with at least two weeks notice before your application deadline. Um, we do have a council recommendation form that we ask students to complete 
um, that helps us um, supplement the letters that we provide um, for your application. So keep that in mind as well. Um, give us at least two weeks um, to write those letters and get those submitted for your application. And if you're a student who needs um, financial aid for your, and your college and you're attending a U.S. college, it's important to remember that the free application for federal student aid or the FAFSA, that opens up um, October 1st of each year. So if you're a student who needs financial aid, be sure to complete that um, as soon as possible after that opening date. And that will help determine how much financial aid you are eligible for. As you're completing your application, you may find that some of your schools um, will want it submitted through the Common App, um, through Coalition, SendEDU, or maybe they have a school-specific website or link or another way that they want um, their application submitted. So make sure that you're aware of that. Typically, college applications have a deadline between um, November to February. So as I said before, be aware of those deadlines and those requirements. That way you're staying on track and getting those submitted on time. Um, we will also send a mid-year report. Um, that's usually around the end of January, beginning of February. Um, this mid-year report will show the schools that you've applied to how well you're doing in your senior courses. So it's important to um, keep working hard in your courses. Don't slack off because we will be sending those reports out for those schools to see how well you're doing. And then come the spring between February and May, admission letters will be sent out. Um, so that's the time for you to um, decide which school you're interested in attending. Um, and once you decide you want to follow um, those directions to make a deposit and save your seats um, for that class. And then you also want to notify any school that you do not plan on attending as well. And we understand that this is a lot of information. Um, in addition to just staying on top of your courses. So we have provided the college applica application toolkit for our students. Um, it has all of this information and a bunch more information to help assist them throughout this college application process. And Keystone students can find that toolkit in our guidance course. Thanks, Mrs. Rob. That is a lot of information for students to keep track of. So it's great that you guys have created the college application toolkit for them to use to make sure that they're checking all those boxes uh, in order to be prepared for their futures. And as we all know, they can always reach out to you guys as school counselors uh, anytime that they need any help meeting these goals and going through this process for the college and career search. Um, so remember to reach out to our wonderful school counselors, Mrs. Holmes, Mrs. Dakota, and Mrs. Ralph, either by signing up for a one-on-one -on -one in your student application or sending them an email, and they'd be happy to help you. Thank you to all three of you for joining me today on Keystone Unplugged, the Keystone Schools podcast series. We also want to thank all of you so much for joining us this week and make sure that you like, rate, subscribe, and review this podcast from wherever you've decided to join us from today. And tune in next time to continue your live while learning journey with us, the Keystone School.